でれだでれれれれれれだでれだ It's not an episode of The Office. It's the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. And I'm recording this at about quarter to two on Monday, the 10th of January, um, because it's early close today at secondary school. If you've got kids coming up to secondary school age and you haven't got friends that have got kids at secondary school, let me tell you this. If you thought it was hard working around primary school hours, well, at lots of secondary schools, they have an early close. Like every every other Monday, um, our school shuts. Uh, I don't know, it's like 45 minutes early, hour early, something like that. And I remember as parents, I saw going, what? What? What do you mean? They're going to come home like in the middle of the afternoon. Um, well, we didn't all work from home. You know, it was it was more of a worry because I don't know. Not every 11 year old child really wants to be given a front door key and allowed to let themselves into the house. But um, yeah, so that's a thing that completely knackered most people's hopes of having their children out of the house for even, you know, the duration of a school day. So how do we know that it is the 10th of January, that it's Monday, apart from the fact that my kids are finishing school far too early, but they're both very pleased about that. Well, I had a look on the Village Facebook page and again, it's serendipity um, because the giveaway continues. I mean, if there's one thing this village is good at, it's giving away stuff. And um, there's a load of hangers for uh, children's clothes. And there's not one, but two wardrobes from two separate people. I mean, people are like rotating the furniture. And that fits in very nicely with today's Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1 topic. It's a book you can find on Amazon that I wrote. Um, you can go look for it if you like, buy it if you like, or don't. Uh, just listen here and it's free. And this piece is called Handbags and Glad Rags. See, it's the theme tune. <laughs> I don't know if you like me using music at the beginning, but it feels a little bit more like you're being eased in rather than me just leaping into your ear hole. So this post was written while we were at a caravan park in Paul. And oh, how the humble van has changed. Rather than a site for tow-alongs and tents for proper camping, this is acres of mobile homes centred around an entertainment complex, pool and spa. We were there thanks to the kindness of relatives allowing us to use their Monaco Super. Nothing Monaco about it, but I'll give it the Super. Uh, to continue our summer holiday quest of trying fruitlessly to get the children to do as we've asked them, but in a seaside setting, and uh, yeah, in-laws got a, uh, I don't think you call them caravans anymore, do you? Static mobile home? I don't know. Some of them, I mean, some of them on the site are mahoosive and very, very expensive. Now, as the park has a mix of holidaymakers, from those renting a mobile home by the sea for a week to those who have paid anything up to £150,000 to buy one. And I reckon you could probably go way higher than that now. I might have a look, quarter of a million, maybe? I mean, a lot. If you want one with a view, it's a lot, a lot, a lot. There is a wide variety of families staying here, which means great people watching opportunities. One of these opportunities is the nightly show, featuring holiday reps dressed as low budget fictional characters, loud music, 
and flashing lights, which combined with the gallons of Capri Sun on offer, whips the children into a frenzy. They love it, of course, and after a day at the seaside, which is scientifically proven not to be relaxing if it includes children under the age of five, we are too tired to do anything but give in. Ah, oh. do you know they're much easier to entertain though when they're under five? They don't want much. I mean, <laughs> you give them a Capri Sun and they're happy. And some woman in a big foam elephant costume singing the Chocolate, a choco choco song. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't stand for that anymore. So we settle down with a glass of something cold. The kids have fun. And whilst the entertainment is pretty good, the best part for me anyway, is coming home. The reason for this is that uh, by 8pm, when we're on our way back home, we pass a lot of families that are just beginning their evenings and in quite some style. You know the families I'm talking about and you might be one of them. I am basically just envious. Over the past few nights, I've seen more glamorous women and men in sharply ironed shirts and shiny shoes than I thought possible. I mean, we, we, we look like a bunch of tramps by comparison. Uh, given my holiday wardrobe is a cross between the Ramones and All Saints, think skinny jeans, combats, vest tops and washed out t-shirts, I knew I was going to be short on going out clothes, but nothing had prepared me for the lady in a lycra and chiffon dress with five inch stilettos that I saw leading her brood for a family night out. She had pushed a twin buggy uphill for half a mile whilst dad escorted a further two equally well turned out children and there was neither a hair nor heel out of place. Impressive. And they were sort of dressed the same, like the little boys were wearing the same shirts as the dad. And I just thought that, like, the effort. I mean, if I put on my cowboy boots, that to me is if I had a clean pair of jeans that don't have, you know, dog slobber on them. <laughs> I feel like I'm making an effort. It's got to the point now where it's like a jazzy jumper is proper effort because I just, I just can't, I just can't do a dress anymore. And you wouldn't wear a dress down the local pub because you would really look out of place. So as well as that particular family, there have been glossy tresses, mulberry handbags, including one on Swanage Beach being used as a beach bag, plunging fronts, open backs, skirts slashed to the thigh, leopard print, sequins, neon and bodycon, and an abundance of mini-me children. By contrast, we resembled Victorian orphans, and while for a moment it caused me to reconsider my future packing to include couture and curling tongs, the fact is, I really can't be bothered. Living in a rural village and going primarily on beach and farm holidays, God, the farm, results in dresses and heels being reserved for rare nights out in town à deux, or girly nights where our mere presence as mums that don't get out much frightens everyone else off the dance floor. <laughs> yes, I think it has probably been mm, four years since I troubled a dance floor, and I did trouble it. You know when you think... Oh, I really like this. I'm going to dance to that. And then your body doesn't move in the same way that it did when you used to dance to it when you were like 20 or so. I did. <laughs> My kids will hate this. I was looking for some uh, Buju Banton, as you do, um, with, oh, what's it called? Tenosaur, Ring the Alarm. And I found this really good, like, YouTube um, Raga remix. I was by myself in the house, you know having a little bit of a jig around. <laughs> I thought, thank Christ, only the dogs can see this. It was not good. It was just, 
You know, Shakira's hips don't lie. Mine don't work. Uh, anyway, I enjoy the spectacle of other people's big nights out. They remind me of my own childhood trips down Welly, which was the Wellington Social Club, no less, where on Friday and Saturday nights, it was the law to dress your best. And you'd have to be a member or get signed in. It was always like an old geezer with a cigarette on the go constantly. And if you like didn't have your membership card, he'd be like, well, who's signing you in? And you'd have to go and find someone to sign you in. Um, and if you couldn't, then you weren't allowed in, which is a shame because the um, drinks were very, very reasonably, reasonably, I haven't had a drink already. It's the daytime. Reasonably priced, they were. It may well be that we only went to the Welly a handful of times. Um, I did go there once and I won. I won two things down a Welly. I won a crate of um, Panda Pops lemonade for telling the following joke. How do you make a snooker table laugh? You put your hand down its pocket, tickle its balls. I know, I was like nine. Good joke for a nine-year-old? Don't know, maybe. And then I won a chicken, <laughs> well, a, a raw chicken for dinner. Uh, we were gonna cook it before we ate it. I won a chicken for dancing to Bad Manners, the can-can. They used to get all the kids on the dance floor and see who would last the longest. And it was me. <sighs> so, <laughs> Uh, it may have only been went there for a handful of times, but the memory of the whole family getting properly dressed up is a powerful one. We had a photo taken before one such outing, which features me wearing green velvet pedal pushers with a matching waistcoat and a blouse with a pussy bow. I've got that. If I can find it, I'll stick it on my socials so you can enjoy that. It sounds a bit Peter Pan meets Margaret Thatcher today, but for the early 80s, I was one cool eight-year-old. Those were very happy times indeed, and reflecting on them has reminded me that my job is not to try and recreate my childhood for our children. Now that is true. They're like, oh my God, mum, you're always banging on about we didn't have any money. We went to a social club. <laughs> you don't know you're born. It is true. Um, what they choose to remember and hold as their memories will be up to them. And that is a hard one because our last holiday to Norfolk Oh my God, we said like, that's the, that was the worst holiday we ever had, trying, like scrabbling to find the nice parts to remember about that holiday. Um, so we're going to Wales this year. We're going back to a place we've been before where we have many happy memories. So we're just sort of trying to um, forget that Norfolk ever happened. So instead, I shall celebrate other sequins, marvel at their manicures, and await with interest next year's visit to find out what it is that I should be wearing if I could only tear myself away from my skinny jeans. Yeah, I mean, when you live somewhere like this, or maybe it is when you get to middle age, you think, what is fashion? What do people wear? So uh, please feel free to tell me. If you live in a town or if you are still going out as a family, like going for nights out, going to clubs, tell me what I should be wearing. Um, thank you for your continued interest in the podcast. Thank you for joining in. Thank you for the people that have sent really lovely messages to say that this resonates with them. Glad you're enjoying it and I look forward to tomorrow. Thank you.